You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. It's that time of the year again. Time to reveal the top five Talking Taiwan episodes of the year. As we were preparing for this last episode of the year, I reflected on this past year and I realized that there is a lot to be grateful for. Talking Taiwan has had three different sponsors throughout the year. The Taiwan Elite Alliance, the Taiwanese United Fund, and NADOA, the North America Taiwanese Women's Association. We are grateful for our many individual donors and the generosity of Guy Gilchrist, who donated 10 of his drawings that helped raise money for Talking Taiwan. And we're also grateful to all of our amazing guests and want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of the Talking Taiwan podcast. This episode of Talking Taiwan has been sponsored by NATOA, the North America Taiwanese Women's Association. NATOA was founded in 1988 and its mission is 1. To evoke a sense of self-esteem and enhance women's dignity. 2. To oppose gender discrimination and promote gender equality. 3. To fully develop women's potential and encourage their participation in public affairs. 4. To contribute to the advancement of human rights and democratic development in Taiwan. 5. To reach out and work with women's organizations worldwide to promote peace for all. To learn more about NADWA, visit their website, www.natwa.com. Now, on to the top five Talking Taiwan episodes of 2022. Let's start with number five, episode 169, Michael Cannings of Camphor Press. Publisher rescues notable books about Taiwan and East Asia. Michael Canning spoke with me about what motivated him and his partners to start Camphor Press and what has kept him going through the challenging early years to present. First of all, I approached John about republishing Foremost and Odyssey as an ebook. Uh, yeah. At the time, it was very hard to find copies. Um, and as it's the, the best modern Taiwan travel log, mm -hmm. I thought it should be available to a wider audience. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a some idea of how to do ebooks and how to publish them and so on. Um, but I was by no means uh, an expert. Mm -hmm. uh, it was John who then suggested that we broaden out and publish more ebooks. Um, and that kind of became the genesis of Camphor Press rather than it being a one off thing of redoing uh, Formos and Odyssey. On to number four of our top five, episode 166. Bilingual Podcast and Discrimination that Oversees Taiwanese Experience in Taiwan. Talking with Cindy Wu. And it was, it, it was just, it was crazy. And then so I dig deeper. Yes. I dig deeper. Yes. And for me, um, I felt with their intelligence and their, uh, and their popularity and clout, for me, and that's yeah. going to, that's going to come out as me, someone like older speaking here, mm -hmm. is that I thought that with their intelligence, they could handle it better. And when I say handle it better, it means they're both very smart people. They're very smart. Um, I have a lot of respect for those two because I watch other episodes that they've done. And I'll explain that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. okay. if, 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 you didn't go, if you didn't go in and explore more of their other episodes and also intensely being their fans or viewers, 
you would definitely target them as racist as well. Just, you know, obviously yeah. for, for the comments that they made. Comments, yeah. This episode definitely stirred up a lot of people's opinions. It was Cindy's second time as a guest on Talking Taiwan. The first episode featuring Cindy was episode 165. Cindy Wu, music educator in Taiwan, speaks about her music career and positivity. Number three of our top five is episode 178, Taiwan's Civil Defense Preparedness, TSG on how to prepare for the threat of an attack. The war in Ukraine has put the people of Taiwan on alert about the threat that it also faces from an unfriendly neighbor. As a result, there's been an increased interest in civil defense in Taiwan. This led me to track down THC, who I ended up connecting with via Twitter. With the term civil defense, I, I bumped into se several you know, people and they, they all had different imagination or expectation of the term. For example, for those people who've lived through Cold War era, it's like uh, going down to the bomb shelters and try to, when you hear the air raid siren alarms, right? So they're kind of like, you know, you have to evacuate yourself and, and try to find a, a safe ground to hide. So for a lot of people, that's, that's their imagination or expectation of civil defense. For younger people here, all right, they might think that, oh, civil defense is about picking up a gun or involved in a combat role, combative role. So you might be like part of like the National Guard of the U.S., uh, that, 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 that bit of imagination. Uh, but for, for the government, it's like, you know, the civil defense always falls in with the, uh, it, it, of course, it's, it's not done by the military, right? The military is the official, you know, a defense force. But those people on the ground, when they are facing an attack from an enemy or an, an adversary, like things happening right here in, in Russia, they probably uh, had some training and programs which could deter the, the, the army or some of the attack force on the ground. And they need to have some trainings uh, uh, when the war you know, wasn't there yeah, before. Yeah. So that's a general mm -hmm. idea of civil defense. It could involve some you know fighting cap capabilities but mostly it's about uh you know deterrence and resistance and now for a short break hello listeners i'm excited to announce that i recently interviewed robert Tao, founder of umc who's been making lots of news headlines in august he pledged to donate 100 million u.s dollars to help taiwan defend itself if you'd like exclusive first listening access to my interview with Mr. Tao, simply make a donation of $25 or more to Talking Taiwan at TalkingTaiwan.com forward slash support. All of our donors, past, present, and future, will also get first listening access to my interviews with Chin Chi Yang, a multidisciplinary artist who has been inducted into the New York Foundation for the Arts Hall of Fame, and Michelle Kuo, an attorney, activist, and author of Reading with Patrick, which is a runner-up for the Dayton Literary Peace Prize and the Goddard Riverside Stefan Russo Book Prize for Social Justice. We'd also like to congratulate all the winners of the artwork from our event, A Night with Master Cartoonist Guy Gilchrist. If you missed the event, you can still experience Guy's artistry by watching the recorded replay of Talking Taiwan's YouTube channel or listen to highlights from the event in episode 214. 
We are so grateful for all of your support and our growing listenership. Now, back to the episode. We're past the halfway point now. The episode in the number two spot is one that I felt was hugely significant because this year marked 75 years since the 228 massacre. In the number two spot is episode 171, The 228 Massacre, Taboos, Scars, Stigmas, and an Essential Lesson in Taiwan History. On the night of February 27th, tobacco monopoly bureau agents tried to confiscate contraband cigarettes from a four-year-old woman and brutally knocked her out. When an angry crowd gathered in protest, one of the agents fired a shot into the crowd, killing a bystander. Within 24 hours, the incident had escalated into bloody violence and massacres. Under the authoritarian Chiang regime, what followed was 38 years of martial law and white terror era. Anyone could be disappeared, executed, or worse, for just saying or doing the wrong thing, or for what was seemingly wrong in the eyes of authorities. The people of Taiwan were horrified and terrified. Generations dared not speak of 228. 228 was absent from high school textbooks until relatively recently. Denial, distrust, suppression, and the passage of time have made it hard for many to come to terms with 228. All right, are you ready for the number one episode of Talking Taiwan for 2022? Drum roll, please. Our number one Talking Taiwan episode for 2022 is episode 175, Will China Attack Taiwan? Huanting Chen discusses ramifications of the war in Ukraine on Taiwan. The Western society or uh, if the, the alliance of democracy already stated they will impose sanctions on China if they should attack Taiwan, this could even deter uh, China from taking any uh, aggressive measurements against Taiwan. So deterrence uh, will be a key word. And I think uh, what happened uh, in Ukraine uh, could deter China from uh, attacking Taiwan at this time. Quanting shared his thoughts on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the comparisons being made between Ukraine and Taiwan, and whether or not he thought China would attack Taiwan. And here we are, 10 months later, and Ukraine is still under attack. Our New Year's wish is for there to be more peace, love, and happiness in the world. Talking Taiwan is about the interesting people and stories connected to Taiwan and Taiwan's global community. We're really excited about the guests we've lined up to interview and topics to cover. We look forward to continuing to break new ground in the new year. For links to the top five episodes of 2022, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. Wishing you a wonderful rest of 2022 and a happy new year. This episode of Talking Taiwan has been sponsored by NATOA, the North America Taiwanese Women's Association. NATOA was founded in 1988 to evoke a sense of self-esteem and enhance women's dignity to oppose gender discrimination and promote gender equality, to fully develop women's potential and encourage their participation in public affairs. 
to contribute to the advancement of human rights and democratic development in Taiwan, to reach out and work with women's organizations worldwide to promote peace for all. To learn more about NATWA, visit their website, www.natwa.com. Now it's time for you to show us some love. We just found out that you can rate us on Spotify. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There will list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.